0: Sister Joy is also an itinerant minister of Dashiwald Mills Ministries. She travels extensively, holding pastors conferences and bringing ministry related books by Bishop Dashiwald Mills to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: It's time for testimonies. Each and every week, we've had many testimonies about healing, about miracle money, and different, different kinds. But today we have testimonies about miracle money. For some of you, you've heard the testimonies over and over again, but it doesn't look like (laughs) any money is knocking on your door. I believe that today's testimonies would encourage you and uplift your faith to also give so that you can get... The blessings that we receive here at the Word Online Service. Today, our first testimony is from Pastor Hope from the Emena Town Centre, and he's also a choral star. And he says that last Sunday I had 20 CDs in my momo, which I used for data for the Word Online Service and Flow Encounter as well. When Prophet was praying over the offering, I was believing God for miracle money because my momo wallet was almost empty and I had very little cash which I intended to use to work on Tuesday. That evening, as I checked my wallet to buy data for Flow Revival, there was money in my Momo account. The amazing thing is that there was no alert when I tried to get a statement from MTN. And when I tried to get a statement from MTN, there was an error. Nobody has called to claim the money. Hey, have you heard some before? May you receive money without an alert in jesus name and he says i thank god for this miracle and i want to encourage you to believe the prayers of our pastor es joy and our prophet our second testimony is from rebecca saki from the victory tower center and a member of the greater love gospel choir and she says my testimony is about how i received an unexpected sum of money from my mom without any reason whatsoever hey, huh. some days ago while at home my mom called me from my room to tell me that she just feels like giving me money may someone just feel like giving you money I was expecting about 5 CDs or 10 CDs because I thought maybe she was just giving me money for credit but she gave me 100 Ghana CDs I didn't ask her for it and I never even thought my mom would give me money for no reason I just want to thank God for such an unexpected blessing and also for the prayers from our mommy and our prophet bishop dad. Indeed, money is not becoming an issue. Our last testimony is from Michelle Oforitechi of the communion stars in the Queen's Garden Center. And she says, My testimony is about how I received miracle money. Okay, so now let's all relax. It looks like today is a miracle money Sunday. So if I were you, the next offering i'll just tear up myself and 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 put and put god to the test and give a certain kind of offering that i'm not giving before hallelujah okay so let's listen to michelle michelle says that one sunday sister joy preached about sacrifice the key to fruitfulness she spoke about how it is very important for us to give offerings the message was really shaking my table because i was left in my last eight seeds and i didn't plan on giving offering that sunday but after the preaching, I decided to give. During the offering time, Sister Joy prophesied that we will give that as we give we shall receive. So I decided to give, and I gave all which all that I had, which was the eight CD's offering. I believe that I'll receive as Sister Joy had said. That same evening. Say that same evening. Oh, you're not saying it well. That same evening. That same evening. <laughs> That same evening, I received a Momo alert. I thought it was one of those MTM messages, but when I checked my Momo account, my mother had sent me 200 Ghana cities. It looks like today, today is also a mother sending Sunday. So if you've not texted your mother in a while, I think it's, it's a good opportunity for you to say, hi, mommy. <laughs> okay. I was shocked because I didn't tell her I was broke, but I remembered the prophecy, and I also remembered how I believed that i will receive the money i want to tell the church that we should have faith and give even if it is your last money because when you give you receive hallelujah last week sunday i was so so blown by the message our mother ended a series on how to come out of obscurity today i don't know what she's going to feed us with I'm so expectant to grow. I believe that today's message is going to cause the transformation and the change that I've been waiting for. If you are happy and you are excited as I am, stand to your feet. Yes, you are at home. Stand to your feet. Put your hands together and help me welcome our pastor, Sister Joy Felipe Bruce.
2: Hallelujah well we thank god for another sunday we thank god for another opportunity to worship together even though we are in different parts of the country it is indeed a blessing hallelujah and i believe that god is up to something i don't know about you but that's my real feeling that god is up to something amen and so you want to just walk with him and you want to just believe him and believe that we are in supernatural days amen oh i said amen yeah. And you know, we've only shared three testimonies of, of the blessings, monetary, financial blessing. But I believe that there's far more on the way because the God that we serve, he's faithful. And he rewards us according to how we believe on him. Amen. Well, before I pray for us to start today's message, I just want to make one very important announcement and that is that this week, Thursday and Friday, we have our very first ever online convention. Hallelujah! With none other than the chairman of AA, Bishop Emmanuel Luis N. Tiffel. Amen. Tuesday, Says, I beg your pardon and friday the 11th and the 12th of june starting at 6 30 you don't want to miss this you really don't want to miss this amen i need you to understand that many things that you are struggling for striving for many things you are trying to get for yourself do for yourself you just need a word from god you just need one word and he sorts you out so don't miss this particular convention i don't know yet what he has in mind i don't know what he plans to say but i know that it will be good and so we are privileged to be able to just have a convention online and if you are wondering what a convention online is just like how we had an online crusade that's how we shall also have an online convention and it will be good hallelujah let us pray father thank you so much for today thank you for another sunday thank you for another day that we can come and, s- and just enjoy you enjoy fellowshipping with you i'm so grateful i pray that as we fellowship with your word that you speak to each and every one of us lord exactly at the place where we are lift us up encourage us correct us straighten us out and take us forward this is my prayer in jesus name amen well we're moving to another series amen my prayer is that you will practice what we talked about when we were talking about coming out of obscurity and that you are beginning to matter you know so wherever you're sitting tell your neighbor that i'm gonna matter i'm gonna make a difference hallelujah my light is gonna shine and it's gonna bring some light to somebody who who is walking in darkness my salt is gonna taste like salt hallelujah This month we're going to be talking about loyalty, but from a particular direction Because it's one of the things which we just have to learn We've got to learn to be loyal to God, faithful to God, faithful to those who God has placed over us Faithful to those He has placed under us faithful to those we live with i mean is a needed requirement unfortunately we have inherited disloyalty just by virtue of the fact yeah that's our default setting that's default you see when adam and eve came into this world they were working with god and they were unfaithful to him and that default setting of sin placed all of us in a certain place so without thinking we we default why else do you think that when there's a wedding we don't just say oh you love her you love him come let's bless it and you go home uh, look at this nice brother we'll say, come sign, sign 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 add your signature look at the lovely sister we we'll say come sign yeah multiple times not once oh you will sign here and you sign here and then the point here then you sign here then you begin to wonder then we we'll sign the document. And we even put the time and there are witnesses yes there are witnesses who come and sign it and then you the person who blessed it, you sign it and say that i conducted this wedding at and i married them at 12 3 pm whatever the time is you put it there it's a legal document <laughs> why because of the inherent unfaithfulness in human beings the fact that we are like this and like that are you with me and so we need to learn how to be loyal i have met people who have thought that oh if you are anointed it will be okay but jesus was anointed oh, but he still had judas he prayed all night chose 12 people and one of them was disloyal so if jesus had a disloyal person then charlie you know that it's possible and the truth is that you may be the disloyal person so Yeah, one of the things I like to say is that loyalty is not caught. It's not something they can lay hands on you to receive. It's taught. You must learn it. Sometimes you are looking at disloyalty, but you don't even know. And sometimes you are being disloyal, but you don't know. You are caught up in your emotions and you are misbehaving, but you don't know that you are disloyal. Are you there? And so we're going to be learning this month from our Father's book on accusation. Those who accuse you those who accuse you it's part of the loyalty and disloyalty series of 10 books and this one those who accuse you because when you begin to accuse you are part of this the disloyal band yeah and it's a way people behave so easily let's look at a central scripture in revelations chapter 12 and verse 10 i heard a loud voice saying in heaven Now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. So the accuser of the brethren. It is actually saying the accuser in the midst of the brethren. Are you there? You see, today I'm just introducing my topic and in the next three weeks I'll be taking you a little deeper But let's set a few things out today just to be able to understand what we are talking about. We have an enemy and if you have not realized that by now, it's either you are a very fresh Christian or you are on his side. (laughs) But if you are really a Christian, then you will know by now that we have an enemy. And he has different ways of attacking you would Of attacking us and of trying to to, to do something You know, in our lives and in our ministries If he was coming in one way only By this time, would have sorted him out But he has different, different, different things that he does He can tempt you You know, sometimes if you listen well You can even hear the voice The thing was not in your mind Suddenly, it's like somebody has said something Look at the girl going You were not looking Your mind was actually far And then when you look there, it continues You see, and you can easily think that it's your thought But the truth is that you were not actually looking You were going your somewhere (laughs) And he has lined up with you as a tempter And you see, I remember something our father said Which really has stayed with me He said that if the devil comes and says something Even if it is correct, because he says it, it is wrong yeah, Jesus had fasted 40 days and 40 nights when you are finished fasting are you not hungry exactly. and so when you finish fasting you'll be looking for food but because the devil was the one who came and said take the stone and change it to bread I won't do I won't do if it's you talking I will not do I will not do <laughs> are you there yeah. he comes in so many different ways he's a murderer he's a liar the bible, bible calls him the father of lies you see and if we just let's just take a stroll through the life of jesus christ and we'll see a number of things that he did let's begin in luke chapter 4 this was his initial encounter with jesus i mean right here on earth i wouldn't say initial but initial at the start of his ministry luke 4 jesus being full of the holy ghost returned from jordan and was led by the spirit into the wilderness being 40 days tempted of the devil and in those days he did eat nothing and when they were ended he afterwards hungered and the devil said unto him if thou be the son of god command this stone that it be made bread so do you see that they said he was hungry so as he was hungry the temptation now came he bread and jesus answered him he put him off and what did he tell him man shall not eat by bread alone are you there you see but that was a temptation so it is not wrong to be tempted it is the norm and you must know who is working in this in the temptation so that was one thing and Jesus overcame it and it was not a problem later on in the same Luke chapter 4 we see Satan presenting himself as a murderer Jesus had gone to the temple he had simply tried to preach and in fact, initially, the people were very fascinated and very excited at what Jesus had said. Until somebody raised the fact that, ah, this man, is he not the one who was making our cupboards last two weeks? And the Bible says in Luke 4, verse 29, they got up and drove him out of the city and led him to the brow of the hill. On which their city had been built In order to throw him down the, the cliff But passing through their midst He went his way I want to ask you What had Jesus said That warranted mob action What had he said And if you are going to do the mob action Just throw him out of the synagogue They le- pushed him to the cliff We are going to throw you down from here You know sometimes when you see The way something happens You know the devil is behind it he hadn't said anything to warrant such anger what makes you so angry you want to kill a man but the thing is that satan had arrived in the church and he's still in many churches in the garb of emedra you see that he wasn't able to have his way it didn't work then we meet them on another occasion this time in luke chapter 8 when he decides that he's going to drown Jesus Christ Jesus was asleep in the boat and a storm came please don't say that that particular storm was from God because if it was then it means that Jesus woke up and started to rebuke God (laughs) Luke chapter 8 verse 23 as they sailed he fell asleep and there came down a storm of wind on the lake And they were filled with water and were in jeopardy And they came and awoke him saying, Master, Master, we perish Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water And they ceased and there was a calm Amen I want to remind you that the men who he was with Who had come to wake him up They were not some soft, girlish men These were hard men, tough men, fishermen I mean, men in their own right. And here they were, really frightened. It means that the storm was really wild and it really looked as though that boat was going to go down because of Jesus. Yeah, because of Jesus. Satan wanted to finish him, wanted to get rid of him. Still, he wasn't able to do so. Jesus overcame him. But it goes on like that until we get to the end of Jesus' ministry where after he comes in, Um, to jerusalem sitting on a horse and all that and then he goes to the garden of gethsemane he prays they arrest him you will see that this time when he was arrested it was in the garb or the clothing of an accuser that satan presented himself it was no longer just a temptation it was no longer even an attempt to directly kill him no no they couldn't do it directly because the people liked jesus They had to do something. Something. Let's take a look of how at how they used the devil used accusation against him. Matthew 22. I'm going to read a bit of this account from Matthew and a little bit of it from Luke, and then we will see what the enemy did. In Matthew 22, verse 15 to 18, it says, "Then when we're now looking at this account." accusing jesus about caesar so i want to show you what happened and then now what they did when they now caught him before the crucifixion here was what happened then when the pharisees and took counsel how they may entangle him in his talk and they sent out unto him their disciples with the herodians saying master we know that thou art true you should beware of people who flatter you Look how they started. We know that thou art true and teachest the way of God in truth. Neither carest thou for any man, for thou regardest not the person of men. Tell us therefore, what thinkest thou? Is it lawful to give tribute unto Caesar or not? But Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, Why tempt ye me, ye hy- hypocrites? Next verse, please. Show me the tribute money. And they brought unto him a penny and he said unto them whose is this image and superscription they said unto him caesars then saith he unto them render therefore unto caesar the things which are caesars and unto god the things that are gods this was how jesus resolved the issue or resolved the question but i want you to see that the bible said you see jesus perceived their wickedness he knew that they have come to say something now in luke chapter 20 we meet exactly the same story and i want to read it just for you to see that the story about it was the same it was the same the different disciples who wrote about it remembered it in the same way that's what i'm trying to share with you and in luke 20 reading from verse 20 says and they watched him and sent forth spies which should feign themselves just men that they might take hold of his words that they might deliver him unto the power and authority of the governor And they asked, saying, Master, we know that thou sayest and teachest rightly. Neither acceptest thou the person of any, but teachest the way of God truly. You see, look at all the flattery. You see, and they they both remember, both Matthew and Luke remember this. Is it lawful for us to give tribute unto Caesar or no? But he perceived their craftiness and said unto them, Why tempt ye me? and he said unto them render this is verse 25 render therefore unto Caesar the things which be Caesar's and unto God the things which be God's do you now remember I mean do you do you recall this now let me show you what now happened when it was now the week in which they wanted to see trouble here is the accuser of the brethren at work in Luke 23 and verse 2 they began to accuse him saying we found this fellow perverting the nation and forbidding to give tribute to caesar saying that he himself is christ the king (laughs) i thought what we were reading before first of all they asked the question and when they asked the question jesus was very clear listen whose image is on the thing please the thing belongs to caesar give it to caesar are you there now the accuser has risen up twisted it and that's what accusers do the accuser twists it and so they now twisted the thing and it's like the man was now against caesar that's what they are trying to say he was forbidding the them to the exact opposite are you there let's look at another one Jesus was sharing at a certain time with his, um, his, his um, disciples. And he said to them that, look, I'm going to die. This temple, referring to himself, is going to, you know, go down and it will be resurrected in three days. Okay. So let's read it in Matthew 26. <laughs> Matthew 26, 59 to 63. Now the chief priests and elders and all the council sought false witness. You see, a false witness is an accuser against jesus to put him to death but found none yea though many false witnesses came they found none and the last at last came two false witnesses and said this fellow said i'm able to destroy the temple and to build it in three days and the high priest arose and said unto him answerest thou nothing what is it which these witnesses say against thee but jesus held his peace Now in Mark chapter 14 and verse 58 Mark adds a little bit of detail And he said The people who were accusing Jesus said We heard him say I will destroy this temple made with hands And within three days I will build another made without hands (laughs) When, When accusers are at work you see, and you see, we are laughing, but there's so much accusation in the church. Yeah, in the body of Christ. So many simple, ordinary things are taken and twisted. Jesus was relating, he was talking about his own death and resurrection. Now they came and said that he's going to break the temple. And then in three days, he'll build it. And then Mark said, Not only will he build it, but without hands. <laughs> my goodness but the point that i want you to see is that when this tool of accusation or this weapon of accusation was used it worked all that satan had been trying to do was to kill jesus he was able to use accusation to accomplish what he wanted and so accusation is not something to joke around with and it should not be found in our midst what is an accusation let me give you a definition an accusation is a charge or an allegation made against someone it is a statement saying that someone is guilty of doing something wrong especially of committing a crime so an accusation is a charge or an allegation made against someone it's a statement saying that you think someone is guilty of doing something wrong, especially of committing a crime. You know, it may look as though an accusation is just something that is being said. And it's just words that are passing. And so why is it important? It's important because accusation, the father of accusations. Take us back to Revelations 12 verse 10 is the accuser himself and everybody who is using accusation for whatever purpose you know that you are working the devil is is your employer i heard a loud voice i heard a loud voice saying in heaven now is come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our god and the power of his christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down which accused them before our god day and night I hope you are beginning to get a bit of an idea what this accusation or what we are talking about. Now, another way to talk about accusation is to call it the pointing of the finger. So every time you <laughs> point and you see this guy, this, you see, you're pointing something. Let's read. What does the Bible say about this? Isaiah 58. I'm going to read it in two versions the New American Standard Bible and the NLT. The NASB says, verse 8, Then then your light will break out like the dawn, and your recovery will speedily spring forth, and your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and he will answer. You will cry and he will say, here I am. If you remove the yoke from your mist, the pointing of the finger, and speaking wickedness. The same scripture in the NLT says, Then your salvation will come like the dawn And your wounds will quickly heal Your godliness will lead you forward And the glory of the Lord Will protect you from behind Then when you call, the Lord will answer Yes, I am here He will quickly reply Remove the heavy yoke of oppression Stop pointing your finger And spreading vicious rumors I want to take this thing in two directions Based on these two interpretations Of these verses on the one hand here is somebody the lord is just about to let the dawn break out you know when the dawn comes it signifies hope it signifies a new beginning it signifies something that is good it says that you recover speedily so you may have gone through something but you're going to recover very quickly your righteousness will go before you the glory of god that's the beauty of god is your rear guard you will call to the lord and he will answer say "Ah," you will cry you say oh i'm here if if you stop accusing people can it be that the darkness in your life is because you have set yourself up as an accuser you are always pointing your finger at people you are always accusing somebody yeah it's it's just you know sit down and think about it yourself if your heart is beating you know that is you (laughs) yeah because he said (laughs) could it be that your prayer that you have been praying that has not been answered it has not been answered because you have been pointing your finger at somebody and accusing let me talk to those of you who have a certain temperament I will not mention because I'm on TV when you find yourself ascribing reasons for people's behaviors You are an accuser Let me explain You call me I don't answer I mean Maybe I'm preaching here, recording So I didn't answer Then you say Every time I call, they don't answer They don't want to hear my call They don't want to hear my voice They don't like, you see, you are now bringing Accusations and there are people whose mindset you do it automatically you do it automatically and usually it only leads you into unhappiness my neighbor she has taken the key you see this is what she does to get me into trouble meanwhile she just forgot Mm -hmm. this is what she does to get me into trouble so that i'll come and i'll be very very tired And i'll not be able to enter so when i can't enter then because i couldn't enter this and this and this and this and this you see you have made yourself an accuser of the brethren Mm. every day every day you don't allow some of us to sing sorrow only some certain people that will be singing sorrow because you like them because you like her because because she's like your she's your girlfriend you like her that's why you see it will not even occur to you that maybe it is your voice that is not up, or maybe your voice cry it is like heaven but your attitude stinks it won't get to you rather an accusation and the scripture says that look i'm ready to bless you i'll answer your 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 prayer so, if you cry to me i'll answer but you have to stop that finger pointing you have to stop it hey when i talk about accusation eh I like to talk to my sister so the men do it but we dear we have a a, a certificate it comes automatically have you seen have you seen me dear you don't like me when I call you don't pick my phone calls but if it is her the way your voice will even change i'm very serious about what i'm saying even though i'm laughing but it has broken marriages it has broken marriages accusation accusation at a point when we get to show you how accusation works it is close to madness and i know uh, my sisters please don't be angry with me because i'm like you the only difference between me and you is that i have studied the book and i have prayed to be delivered are you there yeah so it's not that i'm not coming to you as a saint you see one day i woke up and i was watching my husband i said ah, this man when he has to give money to this son he sends it this one he sends it this one is i told him that ah, but you when i ask you for money you don't mind me but if it were your sons you will mind them then my husband asked me such an interesting question i had to laugh you know what the question was what do you need you see, you see. suddenly there was cotton wool in my mouth because the answer to that question was nothing. <laughs> or oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. In other words, I had not been given money because I hadn't come with a request. I had not come to ask. <laughs> but these guys, they will come today and ask, then they'll get. Then they'll come the next time, then they'll get. Are you are you getting me? Then they'll come the next time, then they'll get. But you see, in my feminine ways hey they are giving them but they haven't given me (laughs) why is it that when they they ask they get but me you see you can be there saying that hey you are very wicked i won't talk your matter if i bring yours it will be worse now i'm asked a very simple question what do you need then i you got it i sat there looking at Hey, Momo is a question <laughs> because the point is that you received not because you didn't ask you didn't need anything so you didn't ask these ones they needed so they... but you see that mind that we have that mind that we have that's why well, he likes the girls who are in his office maybe but it has nothing to do with his liking of you they are just girls you are a wife hey no it is true you can give what they cannot start with Eh, but we will my favorite story of this one is of a wife who was so sure you see to make it worse the man had fallen before he had gone outside of their marriage very early in the days of the marriage, when he was not a serious Christian. But by the grace of God, he had sobered up, and he had changed. Years later, this wife had never forgotten, nor forgiven. So when the man was sent, was transferred to another part of the country, number one, she didn't go. If you are so worried, go. She didn't go. She stayed where she was. You Accra people. (laughs) I have to say that one. Then she would come up to visit the man, and every time she came, there was a quarrel. And the quarrel was because of accusation. The woman would enter the house. This is not the words of the man. The woman told me herself. It was direct communication. When I enter the house, I open every cupboard. She searches every cupboard looking for incriminating evidence. She said, After searching all the cupboards, I search even the rubbish bin. Then she said to me, one time, I went to the rubbish bin and I saw that there was a paper that was crumpled. I said, hey, I've got him. So I took it out. Of her. I took the rubbish. I went to the room with it, the hall with it, and I spread it out. And I took out the crumpled piece of it. By this time, I was looking at her and like, I hey. And then she said, I picked it up and he had torn the paper before throwing it away. I said, today I've got him and I put the pieces of paper on the table and I proceeded to straighten them out and I got some cello tape and I taped it together and after taping it together then I turned it I said wow I was expecting to hear that I have seen a letter that he has written then she was quiet and I said what was on the paper she said oh it was a receipt Jesse! because of accusation you want to accuse you know it is like you have gone mad you are hallucinating thinking about what is not there hearing voices that are not real you see my sisters relate to (laughs) relate that's why i've not look i started by using my own example so you cannot say that yeah just for you to see that we are not above it but with it when we follow that line we destroy and that's the second example point i want to make here that if you are in this situation also you could be somebody who god wants to bless but there is somebody there in your midst pointing the finger and speaking wickedness the church would have been happy the church would have grown but they've allowed somebody to be there who keeps on accusing who keeps on saying i hope you're understanding the person keeps on saying things then you've also left the person to keep on accusing and because of that it has become as though your dawn is not breaking out there's no hope in the church nothing is happening it's as though god is not answering as though god cannot hear you but the real thing is that you have left an accuser in your midst to stand there accusing people here and the lord says put it away that's why the NLT, the New Living Translation, says remove the heavy yoke of oppression. He calls accusation an oppression. If you ever have lived with somebody who likes to accuse, very oppressive, very oppressive, reading meaning into what there is no meaning over. Yeah, very, very oppressive. He says, so, so remove, remove it. Stop pointing your finger and spreading vicious rumors. There are some of you just hear something, then you concoct a story and you run with it. yeah yeah something small then you run with it then you run with it something small always accusing there are parts of the body of Christ you don't want to do the work that Jesus left for us and so when you see another ministry doing it you begin to accuse that ministry you begin to say that these people look at what they are doing this is how they do it they are doing something too much they are doing the stop 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 have you not noticed that god continues to bless them and you are still standing where you are have you not noticed that the number of people who are in your church is less than i remember early on in the ministry i was somewhere and i remember one one gentleman that i got to know who took me a big time when he heard that i was preaching And he said a whole lot of things he went he we had a branch on the campus in that town he said a whole lot of things I heard about it but you know he was not in my church I didn't work for him I didn't need him so if you have taken it upon yourself to go around the place accusing me accusing the ministry I belong to accusing our bishop Hey, why do you do this? Why is a woman preaching? Why is a woman preaching? Because man, you aren't. If God had enough men, I don't think he would have called us with all our ways. But when he called you, you didn't go. When he called you, you were chasing money. Maybe that's why he's using women and children. Yeah, because nowadays there are quite a number of children around preaching the gospel powerfully. Because God sent adults, they said they won't go. So this man picked it up to accuse me i was teaching as a part-time lecturer in that organization so i heard the accusations i didn't answer them and i wondered if he didn't notice that my church was growing and his wasn't gradually with his accusations he was emptying his own church why why when you set yourself up as an accuser you are the loser let's go continue I want to stay more with the accusations as they i mean around individuals not institutions who are the people who are commonly employed by the devil as accusers i will tell you something those who are close when you are far the things that you say don't matter so for instance during this past um time where churches have not been gathering I have, and even before that, I've seen a lot of accusations in the papers saying that pastors want to preach because they want to take offerings. It has not ma- meant anything to me, and the reason is because it's just a random, a random somebody. You don't matter, you see. But when the person is close to you, that's when the person's accusation begins to bite. It begins to bite Yeah It begins to bite My own familiar friend In whom I trusted Which did eat my bread Hath lifted his heel against me The one who is with you in the house Eating with you Somebody once said If a crocodile comes from under there and says that The crabs are coughing Who are we to say no? the crocodile goes inside the water me and you we just pass right so we don't know whether crabs cough or they don't so it's the person who is close to you when that person goes to make an allegation or accusation that is when it really bites and that is why those of you who are close to a man of god you should be careful children wife helper assistant (laughs) classmate Why don't we simply brush off these accusations? Because they are anointed from hell. Because they are spiritual things. Because they are loaded with satanic poison. Because that poison actually works. Oh yeah. If you doubt that it works, I can tell you of pastors who have not been able to preach to their congregations in the 12 weeks that we have not met. And the reason is because of accusations that have come. From different places they've not been able they were not able to, to, to just arise above it yeah however in these three weeks that or four weeks that we are talking about accusations we're going to deal with it amen, amen. i right, said so we're going to deal with it do you know why many times when you are asked to do something do you know why you you say you can't do it because of accusers because of what you think people will say mm, if i stand to sing they'll say if i stand to do this they'll say yeah there are many people there are many people god has called into the ministry to do things they don't do it and the reason they don't do it is the accuser of the brethren <laughs> that's why we're going to deal with it and so i want to just end with the scripture we started with just to show you a few things revelations 12:10, which is where we started i heard a loud voice saying in heaven Now is come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God And the power of his Christ For the accuser of our brethren is cast down Which accused them before Our God day and night When the accuser of the brethren is cast down What happens? First salvation comes Have you not noticed Sometimes you want to go and witness to somebody You're on your way to witness whom And as you are going The accuser of the brethren reminds you Hey are you not the one who was looking at the magazine you shouldn't have been looking at yesterday immediately that's it what you see not that you were right to be looking at that magazine but the point I'm making is that by reminding you and accusing you that salvation that would have come it doesn't come because you end up not going you end up not speaking you end up feeling choked because what he was saying to Truth, day inside. <laughs> now he says. So now it's come then it comes salvation. There says the next thing that comes is strength. It's so important, you know. This is that's why we are going to eliminate the accuser. If you don't eliminate him, you will not. Your strength will not come. You will not feel strong. He will weaken you time and time again. And every time I read the scripture, I am reminded of a lady she used to be a woman around town with a history and by the grace of god she got saved and when she got born again she really entered into the church and she began to learn and she really changed totally and before long she became one of those who was a minstrel at times the pastor would ask her saying or if there's you know ministration going on you know for me and so forth. Well, one Sunday, she was standing on the stage and she was singing beautifully, and the song was ringing out and filled the whole room. And then suddenly, at a, at a point in the song, her voice dropped. She looked as though she was suddenly confused. She missed her beat. She did something, and she just somehow ended the song, and she sat down. And everybody was wondering what was happening. The pastor went ahead and preached and finished the service and when he finished the service after the service he asked her what was going on with you there you were singing ministering beautifully we are all enjoying the song then she said "Hmm, pastor you see accusations are not just by the mouth sometimes the presence of somebody becomes an accusation the woman said she was in the middle of singing and as she was ministering a guy she knew from her former life with whom she had been very some way the guy entered the church the guy had not heard that she was changed or she had never met him so he was shocked to see her singing so as he entered and he saw her it was like she knew what he was thinking his presence had become an accusation to her she lost all her strength she lost everything and she went to sit down and her pastor had to minister to her again and encourage her such it is with accusers but when you get rid of the accusers from your life you see sometimes you see like this man she had not had the opportunity to even talk to him but there are times when you must say to yourself I am a new creation all things are passed away all things are made new I am born sanctified saved by the blood of Jesus filled with the Holy Spirit tongues speaking Bible thumping demons run when I speak and stand there and continue to sing your song hallelujah and finally the scripture tells us that when the accuser is cast down the kingdom of God comes the kingdom of God is the body of Christ And the kingdom begins to rise up. You will see right now that there's an almighty battle that is raging. A battle to remove the kingdom of God from what it is. Unfortunately, some of the accusers and some of the people who the devil is using are so-called Christians, so-called believers. And they are the ones who stand and turn back to attack the very thing to which they say they belong. There's an almighty fight going on right now. The church is fighting for its life. You see, but when the, the accuser when we see you as an accuser identify you as an accuser we'll deal with you as an accuser and the kingdom of god will come and finally as the accuser is brought down the power of christ is, re- is released you will notice that all these accusers making so much noise have zero power they have no testimonies worth hearing they have no souls that they have won they have barely anything to show for themselves It's time for us to silence the accuser in the midst of the brethren and allow salvation to happen. Many churches that just point another finger at another, nobody is saved there. There's no addition. How many people have you saved from the beginning of the year? Let us keep our minds on serving God and keep the accuser in his place. And then our dawn will break out forth. We will pray. He will hear our cry and he will answer. Stand to your feet. hallelujah you just want to bow down your head and this morning if you can see that in yourself that you yourself have been an accuser i want you to ask the lord to forgive you i want you to ask the lord to forgive you i want you to ask the lord to forgive you tell them that you didn't know what you were doing but now that you have seen it you are getting out of there you will no longer be the accuser and if you are one who has been accused and your strength has left you i want you to receive strength this morning receive strength remember that you are a new creation that jesus died for you you don't have to die again for your sin no one can punish you again for what jesus has paid for already father we thank you for delivering us thank you for delivering us from the accuser of the brethren we pray that the accuser will be cast down in the name of jesus that the body of christ will work strong that salvation will be our portion That the power of Christ will be evident We thank you so much In the mighty name of Jesus And everyone shall say Amen and Amen As every head is bowed Just bow your head down wherever you are Every eye is closed Maybe you were listening Maybe this is your first time coming on board Maybe you've been listening to the word online every week But you've not considered your state with Jesus I want to invite you to receive Jesus As your Lord and your Savior You need to give your life to him you may not be an accuser you may be somebody who's even doing your best and you don't even have any known sin to talk about but the bible says that our righteousness is like filthy rags before him there's nothing that we can do that is enough to pay if we were to be paying for our own sin the bible says that it is through the shedding of blood that sin is forgiven how much blood would you have shed that's why jesus came committed no sin To pay the price once for all, the Son of God, crucified. He rose again from the dead, triumphant, and now he holds the keys to death and hell. As you give your life to him today, he will write your name down in the book of life. Your salvation is now guaranteed. Bow down your head and pray this prayer after me if you want to receive him as your Lord and your Savior. You want to say, Lord Jesus, I come to you today as a sinner please wash me in the blood of jesus cleanse me from my sins please write my name in the book of life lord jesus from today you are my savior and you are my lord i thank you for saving me in jesus name amen and amen
0: I wanna praise you We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information you can follow us on Facebook Fountain of Life Cathedral and on Instagram and Twitter at foci. God richly bless you
1: soul